Uh, hello and welcome to the 60th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined by our co-host, Jordan. That's me. That's him. Jordan, before we even do anything, everyone knows where you can find us. Can we address the elephant in the room? Yeah. You can see us. Unfortunately for you, yes, Ain't you can see crazy. us. If you're on a podcast app, sorry, but on YouTube, we are on camera now. Yeah, I, and I really want to keep it um, to a point where you can still enjoy... Just the audio. Yeah, enjoy just the audio, but you are going to miss an element of it, you know, by just watching audio or just listening to audio. Yeah, which the podcast was already lacking in a way in that regard because we do a lot of uh, gestured comedy. We do a little gesturing. Um, there's been numerous times throughout the 60 or 59 episodes, technically, um, that shit like that's happened. So, so it's been uh, over a year, and this is all we've amounted to. <laughs> a, sh- a shitty couch and a black curtain. This is a nice curtain. A shitty though. couch I bought from a, a dead lady. A shitty TV I bought from a Best Buy. Some shitty microphones we got from Amazon. A actually really decent mixer we got from Amazon. And some shitty fabric I got from the fabric store. Yeah. This is all we've amounted to. And two hours of wasted time prior to this. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. But uh, do the... Uh, yeah, do the usual stuff. So now... Do the intro now. Now that you can finally see us. Not that that adds anything at all, slightly. But anyway. No, that doesn't actually change the platforms we're on. No, no, actually it doesn't. Um, if anything, it just enhances YouTube. But you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and of course, Pocket Cast, my favorite podcasting app. And as always, RSS feed linked below. You can also email us, synapsisfire at pm.me, and comment on YouTube, comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. A lot of people probably thought I read that from a script all this time. Granted, no, the, dude, he's just said it so many times that he's just he just remembers. Yeah, I mean, the video probably looks like I'm looking at a script because we do have the notes. We're looking up, at notes, but there's no there's no script there. I just go off the top of my head. Um, yeah, so. that's because you can actually tell even in audio because I interrupted you one time and I was done. And, yeah, and, and completely it threw apart. you off base. Yeah, fell apart entirely. But uh, Chris, what have you been up to? What, what's going on? You know what I've been up to, Jordan. You know what we've both been up to for the last two hours? Yeah. We've been trying to make content, all right? To we put had it in plan. the hours. I spent a considerable amount of time this morning while Jordan was preoccupied with other things. I was tearing apart a car, and Chris was like, I got this. Yeah. I He's was the doing, set guy. I was doing a decent amount of, uh, of legwork um, to, to get this, all, this whole ensemble put together. Yep. Um, because... We wanted to implement this as well as um, we wanted to start playing, like, some games. Um, so that's what we did. Jordan got we to had a house, grand old time. And we're like, okay, we already have this kind of emotion. We already talked about it on the show. We wanted to play Life is Strange together, the whole series. Started up. Start up Life is Strange 1. Started up Episode 1. All's going great. Hour and 58 minutes of content. Two, yeah, two hours of, like, recorded content that we thought was recorded content. Turns out, the, arguably the most important part, the gameplay footage, due to, um, me not clicking start recording <laughs> on, on OBS... Didn't get recorded, so we just wasted two hours. So we're thinking about how to proceed, um, and we will proceed. We are determined sons of bitches. And I think what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna find like some footage of the game, overlay it, and I'm just gonna overlay some of our reactions and stuff while I explain the plot of episode one of Life is Strange. During, are you doing it at the beginning of our episode two playthrough, right? At the beginning of our episode two playthrough. Just because, like, I, if we sit through and play the game again, it's just not going to be, our reactions aren't going to make sense. We've already we, played the game. We've already played the game number one already on top of this. And we've we already played, played this. It. We just played it. So it's going to be, 
oh, all right, go here, go there. Click no on more this. messing around, you yeah. know? So, um, so yeah. So for the sake of authenticity, up. we're going to just own our, own our mistake. And if you want to see the full episode, watch it elsewhere or play it on your own. First episode is actually free on mobile platforms. Play it on your phone. There you go. The brand new iPhone 13 you can play on there. Hell yeah, dude. Um, wow, this is actually the first time that Apple announced something. I don't think we have any of it on the notes to talk shit about. Well, yeah. This yeah. Is, I just don't care. Just don't care. I'm going to be honest. Um, but yeah, so that was that. Uh, as I said in that, I, I did mention contact us. As I said at that, you know, start of that video, which will never be seen. Um, if you want to hear, you know, see us play some games here on this lovely uh, podcasting couch, uh, comment them below or, or send them via email what games you want to see us play. Single player that we can just sit along with or co-op that we play together, whatever it might be. We have some ideas in the works, but uh, yep. obviously what you want to see is going to be better. This is, so. yep, this is going forward. This is going to be how, how the show is going to be. We're going to be two boys sitting on the podcasting couch. Yeah. Uh, Emphasis on the casting, but that's after hours. Podcast. That's Synapse Misfire after dark. Synapse Misfire 18 plus. Yeah, OnlyFans, yeah. But anyway, Chris, what do we got to talk about today? I guess we can talk a little bit about what we've been up to. I mean, we both know, in a way. Uh, but aside from wasting two hours, what have you been up to the, the past week? Nothing. Nothing? Honestly. You're just existing? That's what I'm saying. I said this last episode. You could just die. And Ever since... Bro, ever since school started back up, I just, like, I don't do anything anymore. <laughs> the life of a college student. I just, I don't do anything anymore. It's not even because, like, I'm busy. It's just, like, I'm angry that I have to attend school. <laughs> yeah. I'm just angry. But you have to get a piece of paper with your name on it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. That's going to be, uh, it's going to be real valuable when, uh, uh, when I go into a field that's completely unrelated to my, my degree. Well, as all the old timers would say, you got it on your resume at least. Mm. Do got it on the resume. So when they go, yo, let me see your resume, bro. My resume. You're like, here you go. Here's the resume. And then they look at it and they're like, oh shit, you got a computer science degree? You got a computer science degree? I don't fucking care. You're fired. You're like, I'm not even hired. So... Sir, this is a McDonald's. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you see the bold print? I made it extra bold. You know, Times New Roman, 15. 15, dude. Instead of 12, dude. But, uh, I bumped it up a couple sizes, just so you know. Yeah. Bachelor's degree. Bachelor's. Because I'm a batch. Not not master's degree. Not doctorate. Not associate's. Bachelor's degree. Bachelor's. But, I, but, I, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not one of those peasants with an associate's degree. You associate with this degree? I don't associate with a degree. I'm a bachelor with this degree. You're a bitch. I don't, I don't know what bit I'm trying to go for anymore. No idea. Um, you gonna ask me what the fuck I've been up to? No, I don't care. You know, this is gonna be a lot more comedic now. <laughs> uh, see. Hey. We told you we're not friends. Hey, Jordan. What? Jordan. What have you been up to lately? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, all right, not opinion, fact. Matter of fact. While you were spending money that I did reimburse you for half of. Yes. You're spending money mm -hmm. on some supplies. I was stripping out of cobalt. Yes. Oh my god, that was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> I yeah. both enjoyed and hated every goddamn second of it. For uh, for yeah. the uninitiated. Jordan drives a bright red Chevy Cobalt. Yes, and uh, a coupe. And I am trying to convert the interior from its uh, beige color to black. However, to buy the interior new, because it's an old car, um, it's like a special order. So just the door panels alone in black is $600. Bruh. So I had my dad, uh, he helped out. He called a couple junkyards in our area. And we found one with a black interior, supposedly untouched. So I went today to strip mm. it. Untouched. Yeah. yeah. And the interior was nice-ish. 
except for the mold, the disease, the mosquitoes, and the mud water sitting in the bottom. Mud water. Of the car. Was there any, like, there was no, like, um, needles or anything? There was a lot of glass. My arms are, like, sliced up. Like, dude, I'm fucked up from that glass from the windshield. The windshield the windshield was blown out on this car. Um, Would you rummage through it? Yeah, I was basically laying down trying to take bolts off. Um, I had so much blood accumulated on my hand at one point, like, genuinely, that I was ratcheting away. Bro. And I shot a blood smear like someone got slashed against the trunk. Holy shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, And I would have had the seats, most of the trim, or probably all of the trim. I would have have had everything out today. Except for the fact that I didn't bring a T25 to take off the seatbelt, which, on this car, the seatbelt holds on the side paneling, understandably. Then, the side paneling holds on the rear seats. So I got the rear seats loose, and then they wouldn't come off. So I had to get the side paneling off, but to do that, I had to get the seatbelt off. But to do that, I needed a T25, which I did not have, and neither did the guy who runs the junkyard. And then, as my dad was driving 26 minutes to bring me said T20 and help me load up seats and shit like that in his truck, uh, the guy just closed three hours early and was like, yeah, you gotta go. (laughs) He was like, you gotta go. So, here I am, fucking balls deep in this car, (laughs) dude. He was just like, I am leaving. He's like, you, you am, gotta go. Um, peace out. You gotta get out of here. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So, in total, I got two trim pieces across the door. Uh, underneath the dash, which I fucking forgot there. So, that's cool. My dad has to grab that for me after. Um, glove bots, the coin bots, and both door panels and both door harnesses. Because this car has power windows. So, I'm now doing a power window conversion on my car. Wowie zowie. Um, but I'm not going to do the power lots or any of that, because then I have to get a whole bunch of fucking shit to do it. Power window conversion. You're really moving up in the world. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to be doing that, and then I'm going to be taking the car to get detailed after, but... So now, I basically got all those pieces, and I paid like a hundred bucks, hundred twenty dollars. Um, once I get the seats, it'll be like another seventy-five, so... All in all, it'll be about two hundred and five dollars or so. Imagine you're opening a, a... Business establishment. And like, you know, Saturday, I think I'm going to be open for three hours today. I know the sign says six. I ain't doing that. Yeah. Sign says eight to two. He kicked me out at 11. I, what? Yeah. I. That's the part I don't understand. I was very angry. Today's just been a bad day, genuinely. <laughs> um, I woke up, had a, well, a bit of a spat, mistake. a bit of a spat in the household, um, and then I go to do that and get fucked over, and then I come here and Chris doesn't hit record. Yeah. So today is not our day. Hey, but I hit record this time. Imagine if the whole computer just blew screen down once. Just good news, we have that now, so we can have shitty audio. Rooms. Plumes of smoke start coming off the computer. Yeah. Hey, worst case, we got the camera now, so we have shitty audio up there that we could use. I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. suppose. I suppose. But uh, yeah. So I was stripping out a car today. I only have minor wounds from the broken glass that was fucking everywhere. Um. Also, I gotta say, Cobalt has probably the dumbest looking center console I've ever seen. So I was talking to the giraffe man at work. Uh, the other day because okay. this car had a center console and my car does not so i was like oh i wonder how that works is what i said to him because my handbrake is right in the middle so i was like, i wonder if the other cars have it on the floor like a truck would have um usually so i'm like i wonder how that works for the center console so i i got there and it does have a center console and i figured out how that works the parking brake still in the middle where your console comes up there's a stand with a hinge on it and the center console just flips on that Ew. on a hinge meaning that if you put weight on it you're probably just gonna snap the whole thing off it's just like a floating center console it's the weirdest design nice. needless to say it was broken anyway so i ain't taking that shit but yeah so this uh this process has been a little disheartening <coughs> do you mind continue this uh, process has been a little disheartening, to say the least. Um, because it just should have went so smooth, but it just didn't. But I do have to say, I did enjoy the thought-provoking process of figuring out how to strip a car when I've never done that before. That was uh, quite uh, entertaining. 
until I got caught on glass and stepped in mud water and didn't have the right tools for so, the bat seats. So, there was a, a, a failure of a task on several parts today. You failed to do something you've never done before, and I failed to do something I've done hundreds of times before. Yeah. And only one of us ended up getting caught on glass. That's true. I didn't do that. So, so all in all... I guess I'm coming out ahead on this one. Success. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's what I've been up to today. Everything else is just usual, motherfucking usual, I guess. Uh, usual business. I will be getting a new shotgun very soon. Some exciting news. Maybe nice. I'll put some photos up um, nice. once I actually get it. But uh, yeah, what do, what do you want to start with, Chris? What do you want to talk about? Uh, You know what I actually do want to speak about? Uh, Death Don't loop. Don't care. That stare is gonna make bro, me listen. wish I had a death loop. Bro, listen. I'm really having a tough time right now. I'm really having a tough time. I just, I, I've, I'm fucking losing it. I, I, I fucked up the recording, and I'm like, I'm really hanging on by a thread. You need to fucking play ball with me right now. We just, we just need to I'm get this. I'm scared. We just, we just need to get this done, Jordan. We just need to get this done. I'm waiting for you to pull out a gun on me. <laughs> I'm like, guys, he's joking, and then halfway through, I get my head blown <laughs> off for real. Uh, uh, anyway, fucking death loop, bro. Is this the first time I've done a bit like that on this show? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Okay, probably not though, honestly. But uh, you want to talk death loop? Death loop, because I because I clicked on it on Steam the day it came out, or like a couple days after it came out. I was like, this Jordan talked about this one. I I thought this one was pretty interesting. And then I clicked on it, it had, like, mixed reviews, and people were saying it was, like, shittily optimized and stuff. Yeah, it's not very uh, well optimized for, for PC, or for console, for that matter, I don't believe. Um, so, Deathloop. Deathloop is an interesting game. Interesting. So, obviously, the premise is, you're this guy, Colt, <clears throat> you're trying to escape the loop, the, the death loop. Um, mm. When you die, you rewind to the next day. If the day ends, like, if like midnight, essentially... It reverts to the previous day, so like you can't escape this one day, basically. Um, and to to break this loop, the loop is held up essentially. the The power of the loop is maintained through eight. Um, forget what the fuck they're called, but just eight characters you have to kill. So if you can take out all eight, there's no source of this power anymore, and mm. therefore the loop breaks, um, and you can escape. So the game starts off. And it's very linear. You know, it, it takes you through the tutorial. It forces you to do a lot of things. It forces you to die at a couple points. Like, it's weird. Um, and then you just basically get free reign to do whatever the fuck you want. Um, the actual gameplay is pretty cool. The gunplay is cool. Um, the the discovering shit is kind of cool. Like, you eavesdrop on a conversation and you hear, hey, this guy's going to be here at this time. Basically, what you have to do is you have to play multiple days... So you go after this one character. You learn everything you can about that character. What is their routine routine for that day? Oh. And then you do the same thing for the next character. Once you know all eight characters' routines, then you kind of have to figure out, if I go here at this time, I can take out these characters. If I go here at this time, I take out these characters. And figure out a way to take out all eight in one day. That's the premise of it. Um, and it's cool. The gunplay, again, is cool. The powers are cool. Um, one of my favorite like features of the game is losing your items. So you, you okay. go to like the library where they have guns, you get <clears> guns, <throat> and then if you die... You don't, you don't retain anything on... Except for the knowledge, no. You lose like everything at the oh, first really? start. But okay. they implement a feature which I love called infusing it. So you can infuse certain items to your character. So I basically uh, build... We do like a little infusion. Basically. So I infuse... You know, one of the biggest things to do early on is infuse the powers because it sucks. Because the only way you can get powers is by killing the main guys. Or the NPC slash player controlled Juliana. Um, oh, yeah. It has like an invasion yeah. mechanic. So I infused a bunch of powers, infused a bunch of weapons, um, and it's pretty cool. The weapon variety is really cool. Gameplay is cool. The story is okay. Like, they don't. The story is just like kind of there. It's another one of those games. <laughs> it just exists. Um, and there's like little pieces that come up well, every now and then that are interesting. The, but... way, it, the way it sounds is like. It sounds more. Um... Gameplay? Yeah, like you're supposed to get more invested in the 
concept of the game rather than yeah. focusing on the story of the game. Yeah, I'm a little mixed on the game if I'm honest because I paid full price for this game, $65 after tats, right? And I just feel like this game is almost not linear enough in a way where I'm just kind of like, oh, I just don't want to do this because um, I feel like I'm just blitzing through like an area. Like I'm like, all right, check the map. All right, I have to figure out where the fuck this guy's going to be. Mark that objective. Fast forward the time to noon because you can change what time of day it is. You can fast forward, skip in intervals. All right, he's, it says I need to be there at noon for this mission. Let me just skip to noon. Let me just blitz through it. So it's like, all right, it's noon. Launch into the map. Okay, I have to go find a document. Run down there. Kill some people. Sneak past some people. Find the document. Read it. All right, cool. Now I have to go to another area. Oh, but I have to do it in the morning. Go back to the main menu. Revert to morning. Go to that area. And just keep doing that same loop. And I'm like, oh. Uh, after killing the same characters over and over again, I'm kind of like, yeah, this is okay. Um, the story, if there was an intriguing story to back it. I guess you have to like. That would pull me with it, but. I guess it'd be extra annoying if it's like there's one character who's just like a real fucking pain in the ass to fight. Yeah. And then now you have to fight this character multiple times. Are you forced into fighting the same character multiple times like by the story? Or is it just... Yeah, so like each loop, each character responds. Everyone responds. So everyone responds, but if you figure everything out... um. Do you have to... Is there anything in the story making you kill a specific character multiple times? Just the eight main people and Juliana. Okay. That would be it. Um, It's not really, like, the characters that I'm mad about killing. Like, the most... First of all, the AI. I I don't think I've ever seen worse AI. Really? Like, you can ice one of their friends in front of them. They're like... I think I saw... I saw a... Hmm. I saw a donkey... Oh, shit. I saw a donkey video about Deathloop where... His whole shtick was he just he didn't shoot anybody he just kicked people yeah and he like kicked a guy off a a ledge like right behind someone like two feet behind someone and they just didn't notice yeah AI is is pretty shit that's weird um it is weird coming from the developers of Dishonored you know that's the also AI is pretty decent in Dishonored yeah it's strange especially like even old games the AI wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, um, but the game itself, I'm like, yeah, I, I just, oh, I'm so conflicted on it because I'm like, on one hand, it's really good, but I don't know if it's sixty five dollars good. Mm. You know, like there's a intriguing part to it. Like I think it's really cool the way the loop works and the way everything goes, but also maybe I'm just a snob, right? <laughs> maybe I'm just a snob, and I'm like, you're an elitist. I'm a snobbed ape brain fuck where I'm like, I need something new and pretty every time, so. When you are basically playing in the same map and no, looping that's, every time. That's fair, though. That's like repeating sections of game that you've already played several times is annoying. It just gets so boring. I'm like, how many times do I have to run through this doorway, kill that guy, kill that guy, kill that guy, blink up here, run down this hallway, grab this item, go back? Like, it just, it's, it's probably a stupid thing to say about a game literally called Death Loop, but I just feel like it's repetitive. You don't repetitive. like the loop part of it. It's just repetitive. I just feel like it's somewhat repetitive, you know? But yeah. Um, it's okay. Get it on sale. Yeah, I would say that's a, a, a decent review of, like, any game. It's okay. Get it on sale. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of games that get released that have no business being $60. Yeah. Yep, and it gives a bad taste for everything but else. But it's just that... Games have been $60 since, like, the 80s. And now they're 70 Yeah, that's true. Um, but if you think about it, though, the amount of money actually being spent is being is less and less from, like, inflation. Yeah. Like, a $60 game in 1990 is, like, paying $100 for a game now. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, I do have to say, one game that should not be disappointing for $60, hopefully. Because of the developers, because of the type of game it is. Just, in general, what it's, you know, building up to be. Although I do have my gripenses with the devs. Do you? Would be Dying Light 2. Is it ever coming out? They need to stop putting a a release date. So this is what happened. Dying Light 2, 
uh, finally got a release date months and months and months and months ago. Cool. All right. In typical game fashion, big AAA game, big prospects. Oh, I'm sorry. We have to postpone it indefinitely. Remember I talked about that in the show? Yeah. It gets delayed indefinitely. Finally, probably June or so, somewhere around there, the devs make a video. They're like, the game's still coming. Don't worry. Things are good. We'll announce a release date soon. So then back in probably late June or early July, maybe mid-July, they're like, we got you. December 8th, we got you. And then, like two weeks ago, they're like, we don't got you. We need the delay again. November uh, 24th, I think that's when it's coming out or some shit. Just stop giving it a number. Just finish the game. This is the, I don't know if you know like what the shtick is with Dying Light 2, but it's supposed to be like one of the first games with a branching narrative that actually matters. Like, genuinely, like, main characters can die. The entire story can change on multiple playthroughs. Like, that's their shtick. They have, like, a whole story web spread out that has, like, completely different directions. Not just like, Mm. oh, this guy or that guy dies. It's, like, can be completely different. Just finish the game. Just finish it. Just, Just get it to a point where you know, okay, we only have this to work on now. That's manageable. Let's give it a release date. Don't... Something major is obviously still not done if... They're just yeah, bouncing rather release than, dates. Yeah, rather than saying, hey, we got this, this, and this. That's yeah. like the cyberpunk effect. Yeah. It's like they just keep giving out dates. But they can't keep the promises. But if... Why even give a date in the first place if you yeah. knew you couldn't meet it? Like, all right, I get it. They're afraid of people being pissed that they don't give it a date for a long time, but you're pissing off more people by giving it a date and then being like, well, yeah. pre-order our game. Like, finally, pre-orders went live when they said December 8th. Pre-orders went live. Finally, you could pre-order the game because it always used to just say coming soon. Boom, people pre-ordered it. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, now November. Like, just stop giving it a date. I don't understand what is so hard with game devs about doing that shit. Um, like... Even uh, Ubisoft with Rainbow Six Siege Distraction, they've given it three dates now. Two or three dates, actually. I think it might be two. They've given it two dates now. And then they've, put, then they've delayed it. Like, just finish the goddamn game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Especially, it's not like this is an indie dev. This is a big game. Like Cyberpunk, right? If they did that, no one would have forgot about it. It's Cyberpunk. Dying Light 2. Are you kidding me? Dying Light 2 is literally the follow-up to, like, 2015's Game of the Year, pretty much. Like... No one's going to forget about it. But also, um, you have to think about it this way, too. When a movie is made, the movie is finished before it gets an announcement date. Yeah, usually. Before saying, like, oh, this is coming out in a month. Filming is finished, yeah. The movie's usually, like, 90% done. Yeah. Should be the same with games. Like, oh, we have the development part done. We just have to, like, polish some things. Yeah, like, I understand, like, announcements are one thing. Like, for example, um, we talked about this with Sony's recent announcement. Like, Spider-Man 2 got announced for 2023 for the sake of being announced. But, like, movies and games should follow that same precedent. But, hey, we did get to see um, about 27 frames of that Wolverine game. Not even the game. I was going to say, sir, that was a, pre, that was a pre-rendered... Cinematic uh, trailer. Cinematic trailer. CG trailer. Um, But, yeah, I, I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. I get hyped with announcements. But, like, if Dying Light 2... Like, here's how I think, personally, in my opinion, games should go. Let's just say Dying Light 3 is an example. All right, yep, we're making Dying Light 3. All right, bye. Now we're going to develop it for two and a half years. Three years. Okay, all right, we're done with all the core aspects of the game now we should make sure it runs on every platform that we want to release on we got to make sure that there's no game breaking issues that are like very prevalent yeah so with that in mind uh here's a release date for 12 months from now or eight months from now yeah, not, something like that not hey let's announce cyberpunk in 2012 and release it in 2020 like just don't even announce it just don't even waste your time like just finish the game yeah that's a good point let's just like, work on the game, it's fine to, yeah, say, hey, uh, we're working on this. Don't expect anything soon, though. Like, look at Red Dead, right? Again, Red Dead 2. Launches in 2018. I can't quite remember when it was announced, if it was early 2017 or, like, late 2016. But you didn't hear shit from it. No, they it, were like, hey, we're making this, and that was it. Same with GTA. Yeah. When G- when they made GTA 5, they were like, 
hey, we're making GTA 5. And then we didn't hear shit for two years, and then it came out. Yeah, and then it was fantastic, you know, the first, second, and third, and fourth time. You know, I actually looked it up again um, recently. They are now the second most sold video game ever, GTA 5. Behind Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah. But they're catching up. Like, Minecraft's like 170 or 190 million copies, and GTA's like 150 million. Yeah, and something tells me Minecraft's not going really to sell much more. Like, GTA's being released again. For but, the- yeah, here's the thing. is like, yeah, a lot of people who... I would say almost all people who want Minecraft have Minecraft. Yeah. And unless a new platform comes out where they can then sell more copies, I mean... But, I, I guess, you know, they could re-release it for the new consoles. But cornering... Their, but Rockstar also is cornering a limited market as well. I feel like with each re-release, they're pulling in less and less people. Yep. And with with a platform like uh, PC, with a platform like PC, with a platform like PC, it's just like infinite. You just have it, uh, you buy it once, and no matter how many times they re-release it, unless they do like a remaster or something. Yeah. Which would be strange. But well, I think about Skyrim on PC. Yeah, people bought it once, and then they had the special edition. And then it was like an update. But mm-hmm. then with uh, with um, Skyrim on console, they had 360, the One, you know, uh, 360, PS3, the One, and PS4. And now it's on, it's on next-gen now, right? Skyrim? Yeah. It's coming. It's not out yet. It's going to be Skyrim 10th Anniversary Edition. And they put it on Switch. Things like that. So now it's like, oh, I want to play Skyrim here. I want to play Skyrim here. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's just... That's just crazy, man. I just think release dates need to stop in a way. Like, far out release dates. Um, Just because, like, things change. You know, things change in development teams change management changes well and game direction but here's the thing too is when games announce things when they do like an actual announcement hey we're working on this whatever they should they shouldn't promise anything it should be entirely almost entirely up to surprise Mm -hmm. of like certain mechanics within the game yep um because the it if you show something off the people who there's already going to be a group of people who want the game and then they're just going to tell their friends about it yeah so that's how you sell more of the game but if you promise like a bunch of things like cyberpunk did this where you promise a bunch of things like wall running and then they removed it right towards the end and then like it doesn't really deliver on a lot of things that had or that it promised yeah or like no man's sky too where it promised this 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 and this and then none of it's gonna be there it's all gonna be gone yeah um i just feel like more games need to be finished prior to uh prior to freaking uh well, you shouldn't say, hey, we're implementing this before it's implemented as well. Yeah, before you even know if it works, conceptually. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just annoying when you get release dates and then things get delayed and then you get another release date and things get delayed. You're like, I just, you already had me on, oh, we're delaying indefinitely. Then why didn't you just wait till you were done? You already said indefinitely once. Yeah, that's a good point. Now you can't just go back to indefinitely. Yeah, like just delay it. Like, like Lone Echo 2. They announced the release date two weeks ahead of time and then delayed it indefinitely the week later. <laughs> what happened in, two, in, what happened in, in one, one week, week time? What <laughs> happened? It was one week. It's like... Someone deleted the source code. Like, Jim, Jim, did you just put out an announcement for the game? Yeah, you you told me to put out the announcement. No, I was no, drunk, I, Jim. No, no, Jim. I said to put out this announcement at the beginning of next year. Not next week. Beginning of next year. Jim's like, no, nah, man. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you said... Yeah, see this text message here? Put this out in 2023. Oh, shit. What My year bad. is it? My bad, man. I... 
It's twenty. It's only twenty twenty one. I fu- I I fucked that one up. That was my bad. <laughs> I guess. Um. Yeah. So like, what the fuck, dude? Um. But yeah. Anyway. Deathloop, Dying Light Two. Let's talk about speed bumps. Speed, speed bumps. Okay. Came a little out of left field. Yeah, that's 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 my game. I'm just gonna sit this way because my neck is fucking dying from turning. Let's talk about speed bumps and people who can't drive. So, uh, <clears throat> I know one of those. I go to school. Yep, you mentioned that at the start because you're like very upset. Uh-huh. Um, and. The amount of just, like, dumb shit I see on the road around that area is phenomenal. There's, I saw, I was looking out a window down to the street below, and there was someone in a car trying to parallel park, trying to park behind a pickup truck that was also parked on the street. Um... And the way they were turning, or the way they were parking in was like, it was fine. But then the front of the car, the, the, the nose of the car was getting just a little too close to the rear bumper of the truck. And I was like, oh, I started leaning in. I was like, oh, oh, they're going to hit him. They're going to hit him. And then they like, they missed this truck by like just a little bit, just a hair. And then... They start trying to get back into their space, right? They're in the space now, and they go to pull up just a little bit, and they pull up a little too far, and they hit the hitch of the the, the trailer hitch on the, on the truck. Fucking idiots! And then they just didn't do anything about it. They hit this the truck the the hitch receiver on the truck, and then just sat there and then just left. They didn't say anything or do anything. They didn't what get out of the car at all. They just left. Um, but. The way speed bumps uh, come into this conversation is the to park at school, there's a parking garage. Ah, the tight one. Yeah, the one that you can't drive a car that's wider than a shoe in. Um, there is so many speed bumps. Like every 20 feet? Like, no, like every 5 feet. There's... I'm like, there's no reason there needs to be this many speed bumps. No reason at all. Because I never see anyone, like, acting a fool in the garage. So, I go down, and I'm, I'm driving out one day. I was leaving. And I see this guy in, like, a... I think it was, like, a 350Z. I watched him drift into a parking spot. He drifted into the parking spot. I saw him start to turn to, like, continue up along the parking garage. And then he saw a spot was open and drifted into the spot. That's fucking sick. I was like, what is your... Okay, I can see why there's so many speed bumps now. Because even with the speed bumps, someone was T-boned me the other day. Because they fly down the... the... I love the people who fly up to the speed bump and then slam on their brakes. And then go doo-doo over it and then yeah. floor it like you're exiting the speed bump at like 4,000 rpms just fucking zoom in all of your eight feet before you have to slow down again yep so maybe um just don't be the worst when you drive good advice it's it's tough for some people but um uh do we have anything else interesting to talk about yeah, I was gonna I was gonna talk about another game, uh, Life is Strange: True Colors. I beat it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go into a final verdict. I'm not gonna spoil anything because obviously we're gonna end up playing it. Primarily, Chris is probably gonna play that one, and I'm, I'll just be there, coercing in the background. Um, that game, I would Sucks. say, the visuals no. the visuals are are pretty good. Like it's probably it's definitely the best looking Life is Strange game. Animation's a lot better, characters, voice acting, like, everything's really good. The game is so slow. How do you mean slow? Nothing happens in chapters 1 through 4, and then everything happens in chapter 5. Oh. Like, nothing happens. It is so bizarre. 
like the worst thing that happens. So obviously, as you already know, as I mentioned episodes ago, you're trying to solve your brother's murder. The worst thing that happens is like a couple arguments. And then all of a sudden in chapter five, like everything just unfolds at once in this really bizarre turn of events. And also the big confrontation, the big like, holy shit, it's happening moment does not land at all. Just does not land. Like, I'm a sucker for the hero's journey. I've said this a million times before. Yeah. Yep. There's kind of a little bit of that. There's coming back to to save everyone, save the day as the hero. And it just turns out to be a discussion. Like That's it, it? It's just a discussion. Oh. It's like a, hey, you know you shouldn't have done that, right? <laughs> And then the game ends, and that's just it. That's just it. It's just over. Over and done with. That's it, huh? Um, Very, very underwhelming. As my notes say, what the fuck happened? So it was just underwhelming. Yes. And it's very sad to see because the gameplay is way better than, like, the other Life is Strange games. It's the same loop. Same thing, you know, clicking on this, walking here. But it's over the shoulder, much closer third person. There's a little bit more, like, interactivity. Everything's a little more interesting. Even the setting is, like, really cool. But then just, like, the story just kind of, like, it's like, ta-da! At the end, it's like watching a little kid in a recital, and they're just like... And you're just like, oh, That's yeah. It. Good job. Cool. That was that was nice. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't get it. There was no, like... Like, think about Life is Strange 1. Without spoiling it, right? You think of Life is Strange 1. And it's like... That had quite an ending. That had quite an ending. And, like, right around, I think it's chapter three, everything's like, whoa. Like, we just played the first one we mentioned numerous times in the video that won't get made that, like, wow, that was boring. Like, we know it is. It's a very slow start to yeah, the game. Yeah, this one kind of sucks. Chapter two is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. And then chapter three in that game is like, whoa. Yeah. And then four and five are just like, holy shit, everything that happens. Episode, yeah, episode three, like, really kicks off. Yeah. Life is Strange 2, I didn't really make it past the first episode, but let me tell you this. The first episode's a fucking banger, dude. A lot happens. That game uh, so is a That's banger. as far as I played yeah. in Life is Strange 2. And and that first episode's really good. Yeah. Life is Strange, True Colors, dude. First episode's like, wow, this is cool, because you get all the new gameplay mechanics and stuff. Like, this is kind of cool. And then nothing happens. Nothing happens. Like, literally, like, this game is more role-playing than anything. Like, you, like, literally role-play your daily life for all the other episodes. You, like, run errands. Genuinely. That's kind of... Oh. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see how this goes when we play it. Um, And it just sucks, because the characters are really good. Like, better than the previous... Uh, I want to say seasons, but about games. Um, But I'm just so confused. Hmm. And chapter five is really good. Like the the story that all of a sudden comes at once is like, <gasps> whoa! And then again, it lands the ending like a four year old in a fucking recital. Like so, there's all this story that happens at once, and it's like, hey, don't do that. Yeah, it's basically nice. like this happens, and there's a big mystery. And you're like, ooh, this is gonna get this is skeevy. There's a big corporation involved. This is skeevy. And you go through the whole game trying to trying to right your wrongs and, and do all this shit. And then finally, Chapter 5 starts off, and you're like, man, eh, this game hasn't done much up until now. And then it does everything. <laughs> and then it does everything. It's like you got murder on this side and mystery on this side and thievery on this side. You're like, whoa, there's a big plot happening. And then the main character's like, hey, don't fucking do that. <laughs> Cut to black. Life is strange. True colors. Thanks for playing. Man, that's that sucks, man. I was so I was just sitting there and I just went Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I hope Stephanie's story's better. <laughs> so, all the action that you desired from that game is all just going to be shoved into that that one You DLC. just start off you start off Stephanie's story and it's just a mid-game lobby Call of Duty match. <laughs> <laughs> You're just in Black Ops. Cold no, War. It's like it's like Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, it's not on the 360. At there's 15 like, frames a second. There's like you're running around. There's like this this seven year old kid in the lobby yelling about something. There's a kid. There's another guy calling him the N word. Like it's, it's and then Chapter Two is the no chaos. Russian mission. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know, man. 
I'm I'm very interested to see Chris's reaction to not even just like the whole game in general, but when he when he plays it with us, um, episode five. Like episode five is gonna reel you in. Obviously now you know, but it's gonna reel you in and be like, holy shit, things are happening, and then it just kind of ends. Oh damn, that sucks. And I'm just like, oh. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of things. Yeah. My 100% run on Red Dead 2 is going pretty good. Yes, that is right. A few episodes back, you announced 100% run. How's that going? It's going pretty good. I Would you say it's going all right? I spent about 10 hours in the game catching fish. As one does. This is riveting gameplay right here. I would just like... I was doing other things in between as well. But, like, mainly my objective was to catch fish. For the challenges? For, um... For, yeah, for all the legendary fish. Um, and then I gotta do all the animals. Um, and I had a moment, uh, yesterday, where I thought that I completed part of the 100%, which is you have to max your stamina, health, and deadeye. Mm. And the max level you can get stock is level 8. So it's like, oh, I just reached level 8 Deadeye. That's everything, right? And then I looked and it wasn't checked off. And I was like, oh no. And I looked. I looked it up. Apparently, for all three, there is a level 9 and 10. But you have to do one of the challenges all the way. Get all the reinforced gear from that challenge, from the trapper, and that unlocks level 9 and 10 for... Jesus. So, I think the one I'm going to have to do is probably Horseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have... Um, I'm on, like, Horseman 6 or something right now. Yeah. Which, the Horseman challenges is like, hey, just ride your horse fast. A lot. You just have to, like, go from this place to this place in this time. Mm-hmm. So, the first one... And then there's, like, some middle ones where it's like... uh. Jump over three obstacles in 15 seconds. Or trample five animals on your horse. Yeah. And then the first, like, timed challenge is, like, you have to ride from Valentine to Rhodes in less than five minutes. Yeah. And now the one I have to do is Strawberry to San Denis in less than nine minutes without touching water. So you have to run over train track bridges. Yeah. So it's quite interesting, though. Um, it's, it's fun. I've been catching fish doing that. I feel like it's kind of a vibe. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. And I was at a point in the story, I was playing the story kind of on and off. And, spoilers, three, two, one, spoiler time. I was at the point in chapter four, uh, like right after you killed Bronte, you set up the, uh, the bank robbery in San Denis. Yeah. And I was just at that point, and I was like, I really don't want to play this, because like, I, I just fucking hate the Gorma part of the game. I hate Gorma. That chapter sucks. Mm-hmm. So I've just been putting this off, and I've just been doing like fishing and hunting and different quests and things, like stranger missions and stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm riding through somewhere, and I see a little blip on my map. I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I see someone, something that looks vaguely familiar, ride past me on a horse and then turn around. And my camera pans over to someone on a horse. And it's Charles on his horse. And he goes, hey, are you going to come back to camp anytime soon? You're a really tough person to find, Arthur Morgan. And I was like, I, I, was like, I guess. <laughs> I just came back to camp. And I did the robbery. And I did Gwarma last night. Um... So currently I'm in that little in between camp. Yep. Um in Lakay. Yep. In the swamp. Um but I do I have discovered my new like favorite moment in the game is that ride from uh uh San Denis to Shady Bell. Mhm. Um or it's Van Horn from uh to Shady Bell. Um when you first come ashore from Warma. Yeah. And you have uh Unshaken playing in the background. 
that's such a and you put on the cinematic camera. That's such a good part of the game. Yeah. Just that little segment right there. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good. The Braithwaite Manor scene is really cool too. Um, uh, which which one when you first when like you, roll up? No, when you finally go in there to take them out. Um, yeah, and you all roll up together. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Yeah, that one's a... really good, and um, that whole mission is goes fucking bananas. Yep. Like, um, when <laughs> when they all roll up, just like eight or ten guys roll up, and uh, and Dutch is yelling, he's like, "Get get down here, you inbred trash!" And yeah. then they start talking. <laughs> he goes, well, if you're not going to be civilized about this, and they just start shooting people. Yeah. And then you burn the place down eventually, and you can actually go back. I didn't know this. You can go back and retrieve a brooch off Catherine Braithwaite's body. Yeah. You get the. Braith- I think there's also a gold bar there too. You get the Braithwaite brooch. Yeah. Um. So I, I I was able to find that, and then I I guess I upset someone because all of a sudden I I don't know what I could have done. To anger people in that general vicinity. But all of a sudden, people started shooting at me. So I was like, I'm just going to get out of here. Yeah, made sense. I uh, I do have to say, one of my favorite moments in that game is that train ride with uh, Sean, Sean and um, John, I think Charles, in the very beginning of the game, where Arthur gets on the wagon and stands on top oh, of it as yeah. the train pulls up. Yep. That scene is just so ingrained in my memory. And I actually found out that's from a movie. An old Western movie. Oh, is it? It's pretty much taken somewhat frame for frame. Nice. Um, and it's like heavily inspired by it, essentially. And I'm like, man, that's such a cool scene. That's yeah. such a, that's such a good scene, man. But it uh, man, it always hits when uh, at the uh, you know, in that Sandini bank robbery scene when fucking Hosea gets shot. Yeah, and tro- um, and Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. That's tough, man. That's always like that's. Of all the deaths in that game, aside from Arthur, I guess, those are the ones that, like, really hit the hardest. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, some of the best characters in the game, I think. And you also never expect a game or, like, movie to do that to a main character. No, Like, usually guess, you have plot yeah. armor, which in Red yeah. Dead, they have a lot of plot armor at certain points. Oh, yeah. But then all of a sudden, when that plot armor is gone, it is shocking. Like, yeah, just crazy. Yeah, like, best characters in the game... Obviously, Arthur Morgan, bar none. But, I say Charles, Lenny, John, Hosea, obviously. John. Even Later Dutch in the game, Sadie. Yeah. Dutch is a very good character. He's just a shithead, though. Yeah. Well, he's like, he goes really fucking bananas. I, I just really like his, I really like his character, like, decline. Yep. And, you can really see how they really set it up to see how he becomes the way he is portrayed in uh, Red Dead 1. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Are we ever going to get that fucking remaster? Hopefully sometime this century. Yeah. Oh, also, I was just I was going to make a joke about Red Dead uh, remastered being locked at 30 FPS, and that reminded me that Deathloop was locked at 120. Like all the time? Yeah, like on PC. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's just the opposite problem. Yeah. Yep. So much for all those folks who bought uh, 240 hertz monitors. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I uh, that's good, though. What is, uh, what's your time frame on your 100% probably, like, another six months? It's got to be, like, at least, like, two or three months. Yeah. Because... There's a lot you have to do. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that you... Because I'm trying to do as much as I can as Arthur Morgan. Yeah. And I've already kind of planned this out, how the last thing I want to do... I want to plan it out so the last thing I do in my 100% run is visit Arthur Morgan's grave as John... Marston. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. So that way you can get a screenshot of that and the Legend of the West trophy thing. And yeah. also are in Steam, your achievement. Because I, I just feel like it's a good symbolic end to the 100% run. Yeah. What almost made sense that it would be the last thing John would do in a way. Obviously, you know, why does John care so much about gambling and shit? 
But to top it off, story-wise, do everything as Arthur, and then John's like last thing. Yeah, well, because there's certain things you have to do as John, because there's like, yeah, like, uh, um, some of the legendary fish and stuff are like in Blackwater. Yeah, and some of the legendary animals are in Blackwater, and there's like the gambler challenges. There's certain tables you have to play that are in Blackwater. Um, and things like that. So there's a lot of things you have to do as John, but I'm trying to like, make sure I can do as much as possible as Arthur, because I just like Arthur a lot as a character. Yeah. A lot of people always talk about on Reddit, how like John is underrated now because everyone's like, Arthur's the best. And I'm like, I get it. But I do think Arthur's a, in my opinion, a better character. Well, here's the thing. Is Arthur Morgan is the best character of any video game to ever exist. He's the best character I've ever had the honor of playing as in a video game. <laughs> or seeing, not even just playing as. John Marston is a good character. He's just like... But Kratos is better. He's just not like, you know, on par with Arthur Morgan. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree there. But um, there is definitely, like, some weird disparity between Red Dead 2 John and Red Dead 1 John. Yeah. Like, Red Dead 2 John is, like, adult compared to Red Dead 1 John. Red, Red Dead, Dead 1 John looks, like, a lot more hardened, yeah. Well, Red Dead, Red Dead 1 John, he speaks in, like, fucking prophecies and metaphors and shit. He's, like, fucking Eivor. Yeah. And in, and in Red Dead 2, he's just, like, a guy. Yeah. He's, like, more of a normal, like, what would be kind of the bog standard for that time. I guess it makes sense because, like, they established super early on that he can read. Like, Dutch and Hosea taught him to read. Mm-hmm. And that's part of, like, a plot point because I guess that was... I didn't think about that before I even played the game, like, the first time. I was like, oh, yeah, literacy wasn't, like, a huge thing back then. <laughs> yeah, being able to read. People just didn't know how to read. Yep. That's strange to me because, like... I've been reading for so long that I How don't know not? what it's like not to be able to read anymore. Yeah, I don't know what it's like. like. Obviously, you can see words that you don't understand type of thing. But, like, I don't know what it would be like to look at our notes right now and be like... Damn, what'd that ep- say? Ep- what's that say? Like I, like, I don't know. It just... Because... It's weird. You know, I feel like at some point, even if you were never, like, formally taught to read, you have to be like, look at... A collection of letters and be like okay that is probably how you spell this or how you read this mm-hmm. i just like i refuse to believe that there's like adults cognitively who just can't learn to read yeah yeah i do agree it is interesting it's got definitely an interesting thought um on like what what would it be like to just look at a collection of letters and be like interesting Mm. Don't know what that even means. Nice symbols. I like them. Yeah, like like you're looking at hieroglyphs, I guess. Yeah. Um, but before we round out, uh, I thought about something when when we were asking, "What have we been up to?" That I just maybe should have mentioned. Your boys got Wi-Fi sits now, baby. Wi-Fi six. Yeah. God, motherfucking damn. Yeah. What can you do with that? I upgraded to Wi-Fi sits. Um, for a couple reasons. It's one, one of- better than Wi-Fi five. True. One uh, one of those reasons I will bring up next episode as a topic, um, but one of uh, one of the things was just because I figured out that I was paying for 800 megabit internet, but I only had a 600 megabit router. Mm. Um, so when I upgraded my internet initially from 400 to 600, or I'm sorry, 200 to 600, somewhere along the way I messed up and I, I made it an 800 megabit plan. So once I realized, I was like, oh, well, I should get a new router. Um so then I was looking at routers and modems that are Wi-Fi sits, but they're like $500 as a combination uh, for an all-in-one. So then I looked, all right, if that's how much it is for an all-in-one, how much is it for a Wi-Fi sits modem and a Wi-Fi sits router? And I was able to get one from Netgear for 180 total. So oh, nice. Um, so I went for it, got the Wi-Fi sits, and man, AirLink works so much better now. AirLink is actually you- usable. Did you do a speed test uh, on Wi-Fi? 
Yep, so speed test on Wi-Fi. So with the other router, obviously I was around 650 megabits with a latency of 29 seconds. Uh, milliseconds, I'm sorry. 29 seconds. That's funny, 29 seconds. 29 milliseconds. I just immediately was like, 29? You don't need a seconds. You don't need a measurement because you know what latency should be. And then my brain yeah. was like, no, let me fill it in with a la- seconds. A latency of 29 minutes. <laughs> and 29 seconds. Um, so 29 milliseconds was my latency. Uh, on Ethernet, I was right, right there at 700. Um, it was like higher than normal for that um, on Ethernet with a latency of 22 milliseconds. Or I'm sorry, 19 milliseconds. Um, and then with the Wi-Fi 6, now my Wi-Fi is roughly about the same. It's mm. the latency that took a hit, so or right, lowered, I should say, it's in a good way. Um, the Wi-Fi is about the same, about 700 megabits or so. Okay. But the latency dropped down to about 9 milliseconds. Um, oh, okay. All right. And I on guess Ethernet, that, it dropped down that, to about 6. I guess that makes sense because... And my Internet's, of course, 800 now on Ethernet. So I guess that makes sense because now... Um, it makes sense why uh, AirLink works better now. Yeah. So, um, it was weird. AirLink was a little weird because I fired it up for the first time on the new Wi-Fi. And it was, like, choking along at first. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, I'm really surprised that there was, like, minimal improvement. And then all of a sudden, it was like a switch flipped. And it was just like, oh, I'm going to work now. Hmm. Weird. It's the weirdest thing. Bizarre. I was going to switch games and shit because I thought maybe it was the game, too. Um, Because it was a game I had just reinstalled. So I thought maybe my PC maxed it out on settings. And that's why I was getting, like, stutters. Um, But I was playing The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. So they, they recently released their new DLC. It was a free DLC. But you have to beat the game to play it. And I only beat the game on PC. I didn't beat it on Quest. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to replay the whole game on Quest. So I installed it on PC and tried AirLink. Um, and for those who are interested in the DLC but haven't played the main game, don't know why you haven't, but or if you deleted your save, they are going to update it soon to have a skip to button. Oh. All right. So that'll be cool. I'll probably play the actual DLC in full on Quest when that happens. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm just gonna, I'm just going to play the DLC. Yeah. Not going to play the main game. Just going to play the DLC. Yeah. I don't even know what happens in the main game. I'm just going to play the DLC. You should definitely play it. Really good game. But, uh, yeah, the Wi-Fi sits, uh, is actually pretty good. And considering you don't really need to upgrade your Wi-Fi to do it, you just need the hardware, essentially. Mm. It's, uh, it's actually worth it. It's pretty cool. Well, you also, wouldn't you just need a connection to justify upgrading to Wi-Fi 6 hardware? Not necessarily, because if you already have, like, good enough internet, like, if you have, you know, like, a 600 megabit internet, that you find acceptable, Wi-Fi sits will basically help with the latency. So, because oh, I have like I think like half a gig down, not yeah. on Wi-Fi though, I wired. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wi-Fi sits is just basically, I don't want to say faster in terms of like raw speed down, but just in latency, um, seemingly. Mm. So, and it, it's good. It, it seems to be working good. Um, it's weird too. It's almost like the whole five G thing with millimeter wave. How you, it's like super short range. Like, I notice on Wi-Fi 5, I always had full bars in my whole apartment. Now I go in the bedroom, I drop a bar on Wi-Fi 6, so. You think maybe it's just a shittier router? No, this router is way, this is a way higher quality router. Like, the Netgear router I had before was super, like, low end. This router actually is, like, one of their most popular ones, the Nighthawk. Um, so. I see. It actually has its own fucking app to go with it. I was like, What? I hate so. that shit. Stuff doesn't need an app. Yeah. Stop giving things an app. The only cool thing I do like about the app, though, is I always hated going on, like, the Netgear portal online. But now I can, like, select Wi-Fi channels and shit on the app. So that's uh, cool. See, this TV, I brought this in uh, earlier this afternoon. And I turned it on just so I can, like, make sure it actually works as an output for the computer. That we didn't end up even needing for the game. And, um, yeah, because we played on Stevie, uh, we, we played on Stevie Wonder mode. We were blind the whole time. Um, but this has a smart TV, Amazon Fire built in, and they made me run through the Amazon Fire TV setup and sign in before I could use my TV. That's fucking annoying. So it's very annoying. But dedicated Prime Video, Netflix, Disney Plus, and Hulu buttons. So yeah, so my Roku remote has actually. It's probably. I, I mean, it's around. It's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, just a streaming box stick thing. 
But uh, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm out of ideas. Yeah, this episode was something. First video episode, um, and we're just a little bit depressed because of what happened. Yeah. So anyway, we done. Well, not yet. You didn't give an outro yet. But we're remind, done. Remind everyone where we can where where we can where you can stream the the the, the show. <laughs> when you you when when you shut you... up, dude. Shut up, dude. I'm having a hard time. Today. He's he's mad because that was him. That video is secretly you from eight years ago. Yep. But anyway, if you want to listen to the audio only version of this podcast, you can always find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and of course Radio Public, and then my app of choice, Pocket Casts. Contact us via email, synapsonsfire at pm.me, or comment on the YouTube video. Again, you can always find us here on YouTube. Look out for Synapsons Fire Game Time once we have a real video to upload. Uh, and that's Chunk. Like <laughs> a cat. So, yeah, that's all I got. Damn, now we actually have to be funny on the outro. We can't just say a thing. <sighs> Get out of my house, I guess. I don't know. We still have another episode. You do this every time. Chunk in the recording. I've died. <laughs> We're not that lucky. <laughs> okay, bye now.